the Chicago Sky take care of business. We're going to talk about how the Sky fared against the Dallas Wings, some other things going around, going on with the Sky, and then we're going to go around the W for news around the WNBA. We're going to go into all that and more right after this. Welcome to Chicago Sky Central, and here's your host, Hayes. What's going on, Sky fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Sky Central. Your number one spot for everything Chicago Sky related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you can follow the channel at Chicago Sky Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. First up, the Chicago Sky defeated the Dallas Wings 104 to 89 uh, last night. And this was a game that they won every single quarter, except the fourth quarter. They lost about one point, but they were lo- leading most of that fourth quarter. And by then, the game was out of reach anyway. But this was a game in which we had another just balanced. Great attack from the Chicago Sky going over the 15 and 12 Dallas Wings, who, while the Wings aren't like a world beater or anything in the WNBA, it's no slouch or nothing to outlook the Dallas Wings, how they've been playing. They are the fourth best team in the WNBA. And even in the last episode, I talked about that they could play upsetter in the in the first round of the playoffs and definitely in the second round of the playoffs as well. But when you look at this game, the balance attack is what stood out. Clea Copper and Courtney Williams both scoring 25 points each. Uh, Marina Mabry going 5 of 14 from the field. She chips in 16 points. And then Elena Smith, who's I, I think she has to be on that list for most improved play, play, player of the year. 20 points from her, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 still, only 1 turnover in that game as well. Every starter had a positive plus minus in this game. And this is a game that the Sky, they just had it handled, right? From the onset, winning that first quarter by 26 points. Uh, winning the 30, the, I mean, sorry, they scored 26 points in the first quarter, winning that quarter 26 to 20. In the second quarter, winning that quarter 32 to 28. In the third quarter, 28 to 22, they just balled out. They played consistently throughout that game. They they rebounded the ball extremely well in that game, only out-rebounding the Dallas Wings by one rebound. But again, they got the timely rebounds in that game. 24 assists on 38 made baskets as well for the Chicago Sky. Very solid overall in there. They had four steals, 11 turnovers, winning that turnover battle by only one. But the stat sheet just doesn't tell you everything in this game. This was a game where defensively, simply put, the Chicago Sky were the better defensive team throughout. They had more energy. They were more focused. They played as a team. And on the other side of the ball, shooting 55% from the field and 58% from three-point range, it's going to be difficult to beat any team that's playing and shooting the ball that well. When you look at the flip side, the Dallas Wings shot 47% from the field, and they went 7 of 20 for 35% from three-point range in that game. What does all that tell you? What do those stats mean? The Chicago Sky simply just outworked, outballed, and they were the better team on that night. Then the Sky moved to 11 and 15 on the season, trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. They now have a two-and-a-half game buffer over the Las Vegas Sparks for that final playoff spot. It's going to be important that the Chicago Sky keep that distance, right? They keep playing well. And yeah, they're going to have to beat the teams that they that they are clearly better than, but they're going to have to get some cooking as well and beat teams that are ahead of them in the um on the standing sheet as well over the rest of the season. They don't have it. We've talked about it. They do not have an easy season at all. Matter of fact, we are still in Dallas. We play against Dallas tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m. Chicago time. So be on the lookout for that game. And Dallas is going to be looking for their look back. But then after that, we play we face the Lynx then the Liberty, then the uh, Mystics, then the Dream, then the Sun, then the Storm. It Listen, it does not let up the rest of the way from the season on. Yes, we have our games against teams that we're much better than, and the Sky need to make sure that they take care of business in those games. But overall, this was a well-coached game as well. 
I love the way that we just executed. I love our offensive game plan. And then once we got into a rhythm as a team from shooting the three ball, you could tell everybody's confidence from three-pointer was ridiculous. And we talked about the starters, but I do not want to overlook Robin Parks. While, like I said, she's she's not going to have all the time the stats that jump that just jump out the stat sheet on you, but she's going to play well, and you have to watch the game to really understand the impact that she had defensively, the timely rebounds, the putting bodies on on the ladies out there when, when she needed to. Yeah, she only scored eight points going three of, three of six from the field, but she just, the 18 minutes that she played, she led the bench in minutes played, and it was evident she earned every single minute that she was out there on the court. And Dana Evans as well, given that brand of defense that we have come accustomed to from Dana Evans, which keeps her getting minutes, 15 minutes from her coming off the bench. But, you know, specifically Robin Parks, she really has come in and kind of snatched those minutes away from Morgan Birch, who Morgan Birch started off the season really well. She had an injury. She came back and played pretty well in that first game back, but has never quite hit the heights of that consistently as well as how she was playing before the injury. But Robin Parks just continues to play well, gives the Chicago Sky a much-needed edge off the bench, especially considering that they're missing Beck. So, you know, I I, I just love the way. And Rebecca, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Ruthie, just giving us uh, solid minutes off the bench as well. She's, she's uh, played nine minutes as well in this game. So overall, it's just this guy, play, they came out and executed well in this game. And Howard, it's not like how Howard had a big night, 28 points from her uh, leading the way with the, for the Dallas Wings, but everybody else, it was a struggle. And she went 11 of 19 from the field. Almost everybody else shot below 50% from the field uh, in that starting lineup. Uh, Dangerfield only goes one of two. Uh, so overall, the Sky just played a game that we needed to see, and it was a good reminder to be able to see this game and see how the Chicago Sky performed for a full four quarters, they they were playing like that team that knew that they were the better team, that had the better edge, and that was better focused and coached in, in this type of game. And so this gives a lot of confidence left. Like I said, the Chicago Sky do have a very difficult schedule left for the rest of the WNBA season, but they are playing and performing extremely well in this game. Let's see if they can have a repeat performance tomorrow against the Dallas Wings because, like I said, they are definitely going to be looking for their lick pack, and I do not want to, you know, overstate that at all. But all right, let's get into it. So uh, still in Chicago Sky News, Marina Mabry actually reached a milestone that's never been done before. She became the first player in the WNBA history to have multiple games with at least 20 points, five rebounds, six assists, and four made three shots, and zero turnovers. The only other players that got close to that level of stat line were Sue Bird, Chelsea Gray, Sabrina Ionescu, and a couple of others. So listen, Marina Mabry, I think it's sometimes easy to kind of, you know, look at the stats and overlook just how good and talented she has been for the Chicago Sky team. Has it been perfect? No. Has she had some games where she hasn't shot the ball well at all? Yeah. But when you look at it, 14 points per game, four rebounds, basically four assists per game, a little under a steal per game, Marina Mabry is balling and she's having the best statistical season of her WNBA career. And I think people forget too, she's still extremely young. 26 years old, when James Wade went out and got Marina Mabry to be the running mate for Kalia Copper, it was it, it was a match made in heaven, and we're starting to see them just play better together and understand how to, how to, how to get theirs. And Courtney Williams, trusting Courtney Williams when she has the hot hand as well, that's going to be the things that, you know, really make this team, uh, you know, really just really good overall. And so, you know, we'll, we'll end up seeing Marina Mabry. I just wanted to give her some love for what she's been getting and how she's been playing. She's been playing extremely well for the Chicago Sky. Uh, as well, the Chicago Sky should be getting Sika Kone back here soon, sooner rather than later. I believe her country is done playing the FIBA Africa uh, uh, tournament. I think today is the last day for that, so she could be back 
as soon as next week when we play again, which I think we have four days off. And I think we don't after uh, we have two days off after tomorrow's game. We don't play again until Tuesday. So she could be back. It's possible we may not see her till Friday's game against the Liberty, which uh, is on, it's next Friday on the 11th. So there's a possibility for that as well. So don't overlook that chance also. But, you know, overall, you know, to get her back, they did decide to suspend her contract. So she's going to come back. She's able to rejoin the team right after Afro Basket is done. And hopefully she plays well over there or has been playing well. I haven't really checked out any games. I'm not even going to front of you and act like I have. I haven't. Uh, but uh, outside of that, Elizabeth Williams as well just continues to, um, you know, use her voice and her standing in the Players Association to try to get uh, better, uh, you know, travel accommodations for players in the WNBA. And she's using her voice to do that, right? And so, you know, she talked about how it's kind of her responsibility. She is the secretary of the Players Association uh, and on that committee. So, you know, she, she really, she's joked before that she's a glorified note taker, but she uses her voice, she uses her position to keep talking about a, a issue that is evident with uh, the, the WNBA right now, and that is their travel accommodations. We understand that, you know, the league only has so much money to go around. Still has not had a profitable season yet, but you know, you want to try to get that underway. And I think, you know, the situation that happened with Brittany Griner kind of brought a new, you know, national light on it. And, you know, uh, Elizabeth Williams is using using the opportunity, the voice and the position that she has in that players association to keep um, to keep drumming up this issue. And you know, I do think it's eventually going to be worked out. I think they're up for a new CBA negotiation within the next two or three years. So I, I would expect that to be a big part of that new negotiations as well once they go into that, whether it is, you know, creating a little fun because keep in mind the uh, WNBA salaries per the percentage that it is right now with just the money that the WNBA is bringing in is set to go up pretty well and maybe they take a portion of that to kind of move that over into you know travel for uh, WNBA players so we'll, we'll, we'll see I just I think that that's going to be a big issue and do not be surprised if that's one of the first things that the WNBA and the Players Association tries to get hammered out in those next CBA negotiations but that's it for the Chicago Sky News. We do, like I said, we play against the Dallas Wings again tomorrow at 3 p.m. Chicago time. Make sure you guys are tuned in for that. Um, we'll see what we can do. We'll see if we can get a post game up for that. I pr feel pretty confident we will be able to. So make sure you guys stay tuned in, locked in for all that, make that fun for you guys. But we do want to go around the WNBA for news, especially when we have a record bro broken. Diana Taurasi becomes the first player in the WNBA to reach 10,000 points. And when you look at just how long Diana Taurasi has been in the WNBA. You cannot overlook her contributions for the women's basketball as a whole, coming in through college, right, going through that UConn team and just playing so many seasons. Somebody left a comment the other day just saying how it seemed, it felt like Diana Taurasi has basically been there since, she, since the WNBA started, and it definitely does feel like that. She's had an amazing career, the first to ever do it, and we'll see how long it takes for somebody to do it again, but at the end of the day, she scored the most points, and she had, did so on a very dominant game, uh, scoring 42 points, being 41 years old, and just putting on a masterclass and, and also breaking a record. It was just a great, it's a great story for those that are like sports historians. Like, this is going to be something that nobody ever forgets. They've actually been playing on WNBA in halftime to kind of a tribute to Diana Taurasi and what she's been able to do. And, one of the first, the one of the great points were made. She, nobody else is ever going to be able to be the first to do this, and she was. And she's, she's had no, no less than a Hall of Fame career, right? You cannot take away from her that this woman is going to go into the Hall of Fame as a first ballot Hall of Famer whenever she's up for it, and is well deserved. Diana Taurasi has just been such a steward 
and a spokesperson for the game of basketball, has been there from seeing women's basketball be what it was in college to seeing the WNBA continue to grow, still have a lot of battles left to fight in the WNBA, but it's just good to see you know her reach this milestone, and we don't know. As far as I know, she has not said anything about retiring or anything yet, so Diana Taurasi, we could still have her around for a very, very long time. Well, let me not say a very long time. We can still have her around for a little while and see how far she can push this record out. But our, like all records are made to be broken. It's funny that Sabrina Ionesco actually breaks a Diana Taurasi record the very next day. Um, and so uh, she became, uh, she had her fourth game this season of getting at least five boards, five dimes, and five triples, triples, breaking the season single record that was held by Diana Taurasi that Diana Taurasi set all the way back 13 years ago in 2010. So you get Diana Taurasi breaking a record, and then a couple of days later, you get one of her records being broken by young uh, point guard who people are, are noticing. You cannot overlook Sabrina Ionesco at being 25 years old and what she's already been able to accomplish and how she's found her way on that New York Liberty team, uh, you know, kind of at the balance that her and her and uh, uh, Slutie had to figure out, and they found that out and have kept it pushing very well. And so, you know, I wanted to give my time to give my hats off to her and the record she was able to break as well because – Again, we need to celebrate the the players in the WNBA because they don't always get the national attention like they deserve. Brittany Griner also has taken a break away from the from the Phoenix Mercury for her mental health. It seems like they, the the Phoenix Suns, uh, Phoenix Mercury may have gotten an update about that that maybe she's coming back sooner than they initially thought. Um, but you know, optimistic update. Uh, we'll see if she plays in today's game that they have against the Storm. But you know, Brittany Griner she's taken away games for mental health before. She's probably going to probably do it again, and I love that. You know, they allow her to take that time away from mental health. That's one of the things that with our athletes, we don't always kind of give the credence and the rightful respect for that. These are athletes. These are gladiators. Yes. But sometimes they're going to need to take time away for them and to get their mental right. So glad that Brittany Griner is doing that. And the Phoenix Mercury have allowed that to happen as well. And then lastly, before we go, it wouldn't be a W around the W uh, if we didn't talk a little bit about the Las Vegas Aces. They clinched a, a playoff spot six weeks before the start of the postseason. That six weeks before the start of postseason play, they are the only team to officially clinch their playoff spot, which I don't think there, there was never any doubt. Let's be clear. There's never any doubt that they were going to make it, but it's the first team to do so, 24-2 and two on the season. That's crazy, man. That's, that's, that's wild. Like, hats off to that team and what they've been able to accomplish. They've come in. They, they Even with, you know, missing Candace Parker and her having to take some time down after surgery, that team is just playing amazingly, have not lost at home throughout all of 2023. Um, and they become the second team ever to get a 24-2 and record, joining the 1998 Houston Comets. Uh, so they're still also on pace to match the Comets' overall win percentage of 90%. So they're probably going to beat that and beat the record set by the Phoenix Mercury in 2014, going 29-5 and for most wins in WNBA history. So Hey, the, the, the Aces are just breaking history all the way around. I can't wait to see the playoffs. And just imagine what it would be like if a team does upset us upset them in the playoffs. That would be crazy. That would be bananas. But that's it for today's episode of Chicago Sky Central. Make sure you guys are following the show at uh, Chicago Sky Pod on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, comments, concerns um, at uh, chicagoskypod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, um, our, our thoughts for the mailbag episode, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Sky and WNBA related. And I'll see you guys the next time we go to Skytown. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Breaks Media. Media.